0: Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy Marshall live, and I am live, you guys. It is Friday, May twenty-second. We have got one hell of a show planned for you guys today. We're gonna be talking about all kinds of things. We've got friend of the show, Lindsay Ferens, life coach, coming on here thirty minutes after the show, you guys. I just got back from a two-day camping trip. It's supposed to be a one-day camping trip, turned into a two-day camping trip. I come back to find out some crazy fucking news that Joe Rogan is moving to Spotify and that Spotify is paying him a hundred million dollars for the exclusive audio and video rights to the Joe Rogan show. We're going to be talking into that. I don't know about you guys, but when I got back, I heard that the CDC announced that the virus is no longer transmittable via surfaces. So uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about what the heck that means. I want to share a little bit more about YouTube and the censorship that's going on. We're going to be talking about my camping trip. We're going to be st- discussing who is the greatest basketball player of all time. There's nothing much to talk about right now, but we're going to find something to talk about, Gilling Gang. And so if you guys are rooting in, if you guys are here, if you guys are joining me live or on replay, do me a favor, give me a like, give me a love. Hey, be a friend, tell a friend, share this video with somebody, share this stream. I want to get some conversation going with you guys. I want to talk about what you guys know, and I'm excited to bring this big, big, big show to you. Big show? I don't know. Anyways, you guys, check it out. I just got back uh, from camping in Wisconsin. Uh, If you guys were wondering, hey, Marshall, what happened to the show? I saw that you posted two two videos while you were gone, but they weren't live, and it wasn't the, the typical show that you do what's going on. Uh, We're going to share a little bit about that too. I want to share about uh, how you guys can start your own movement, how you guys can share your own stories, how you guys can start making money and having freedom in your own ways. And that's what the Marshall Gillen Show is about. I am here for you. If you think that I like taking my morning vitamins and grabbing my coffee and getting on here and going live just so I can hear myself talk, well, you might be right. You might be right. I don't know. You might be right. I'm excited though. Excited to have our guest on today. You guys, Comment below. Let me know if you guys got anything going on. Hey, we got uh, uh, Michelle hopping on. Michelle, thank you so much. A loyal viewer, longtime viewer, friend of the show. Michelle Jones Dauberman, I think is how you say that name. You guys may not know, but did you ain't not know? But did you guys know? Did you know that in this day, on this day in history, in 1967, something big started. Something really big happened on this day, May 22nd, 1967, that uh, that changed the game for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Now, you're like, well, dude, what, what happened on this day in 1967? I'm trying to do the math in my head while I'm talking. If today is 2020 and yesterday was 1967, uh, that's 33. And 20 is 53 years ago today. Oh, math skills, baby, math. You guys may not know, but I actually uh, was going to be a high school. I got a full academic ride to Southern Illinois University to be a high school math teacher. It's true. I swear to God, it happened. The reason that I did that, though, the reason that I went uh, to school to be a math teacher is not necessarily because I wanted to teach math. I didn't really want to teach too bad. I wanted to be a high school football coach. Like I wanted to coach in the worst way. I don't know how many of you guys watching this show, the Marshall Gillen Show right now, are into sports. I'm huge into sports. I was a lifelong athlete and uh, the Marshall Gillen show is going to have more athletes. Uh, We're probably going to integrate a little bit more sports talk, but by and large, you guys, this show exists because I want you guys to understand how to tell your story. I want you guys to go out and connect with the world. I want you guys to wake up in the morning and realize that you guys are all a bunch of bad motherfuckers and that you can create any reality that you want. Come on. Amen. Hey, math is where it's at. Evelyn says you guys, a longtime friend of the show, Evelyn Gonzalez. Thanks for hopping on girl. We really appreciate you. I'm going to reach back out to you today. Sorry about the miscommunication about missing a call with you yesterday, Evelyn. I can't wait to hop on the phone with you guys. Evelyn is going to be working with me in a light capacity, and uh, I'm super excited about that. Now, check this out, you guys. I was just saying 53 years ago today, May 22nd, 1967, something big happened. Okay, something big happened. You guys may or may not have heard of this before, but back in the day, there was this little show that was called The Mr. Rogers Show. Anybody remember that show, Mr. Rogers? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? You guys had uh, you, you, Mr. Rogers would walk in through the front door and he would, Hey, he would greet his, he, he would greet the camera and he would walk in and he'd hang up his sweater and he would grab his shoe. I loved that part. I don't know why I loved that part of the show so much. Maybe it was because it was like subconscious. I, I knew that the production was starting, but like, come on, you guys get, give, let me know below if you, if you're old enough. I mean, I, I know I'm dating myself, but are you old enough to remember the Mr. Rogers show? It was interesting because he like, he would come in, he would talk to the camera, close the door. He would get his, his like house shoes, right? He'd take off his walking shoes. He'd get, his house shoes, put on his cardigan, he would sit down and he was just so like calming and so grounded. And he would put his foot up and he would, you know, he would take his shoe off and he'd be talking to the camera. Now it was 53 years ago today that a bunch of men and women's vision, their idea of creating a show, of creating a connection, of creating an energy, an entity, a personality that could actually go on the television and make a difference in the world, make a difference for kids, let his voice be heard, spread love and positivity. And so, you know, you may look back now and think, oh, Mr. Rogers, like that's some some old head shit. Like Marshall, I'm not an old head like you. Um, I didn't do no Mr. Rogers, right? But it's such a monumental shift about where the world is gonna go, what direction, what people actually want. Cause even back in 1967, people still wanted connection. There wasn't any shows that I can recall, and I wasn't alive in 1967, so somebody helped me out here. But how many shows that were like that, where the character walked in talking, breaking that, um, was it the fourth wall? Is that what we call that, Marshall? Uh, I think fourth wall, right? It's like an acting when they talk about breaking that fourth wall, which is the wall between you and the audience, the, the screen, the camera. And it's like the first time that he, he that somebody came in and was breaking that fourth wall. And if I'm saying this wrong, I'm not very smart, so somebody help me out, okay? Just because I got a full academic ride doesn't mean anything. I'm just a hard worker with a lot of energy and a can't-die attitude. That's why you can't beat me. Oh, I'm going to give a dab for that. Ah, you guys, let's, uh, let's talk about this because Mr. Rogers, 1967, 53 years ago today, he comes in and he's actually talking to the audience he's he's bringing them in he's telling them a story every single day it's another story i's telling them a story he tells them that story he brings them in he makes you feel like you're one of him he makes you feel connected he makes you feel supported he makes you feel loved like when you're here with him it's the only place that you'd want to be because when you're here with him you feel so great now if i'm even close give me a like give me love let me know that that's what mr rogers was like for you because there's still even though you can look back Onto to Mr. Rogers show, even though you can look at what's happening today with, with a live show like the Marshall Gillen show or other other macro-influencers. I'm a micro-influencer. I'm on my way to be in a macro-macro, right? But there's macro-influencers, there's micro-influencers, and there are people that are using, you guys, television, uh, mobile phones, podcasts to literally go out and change the world but change their lives. Joe Rogan just sold his podcast for a hundred million dollars to Spotify. Spotify is going to have exclusive rights to Joe Rogan's video content, exclusive rights to Joe Rogan's uh, uh, audio content for a hundred million dollars. You won't be able to find it anywhere else besides Spotify. Now you might be going, well, Marshall, how is this connected? Yo, Kyle, what's up, bro? Definitely friend of the show. Good to hear you, bro. Good to see you. Love you, man. Uh, Let's hop on the call and link up uh, one of my good buddies. We're going to be doing some big things together here in the future. And I want to get into some of this about Joe Rogan and obviously, you know, it's interesting. Okay. That's cool. Mr. Rogers started in 1967, but I don't know how big of a readers you guys are. I don't know what you guys like to do in your spare time. I like to learn. I like to uh, sharpen my skills. I like to practice. I like to meditate. I like to be out in nature, I like to work out, love being around good people, but I really love learning and a massive, massive, massive part of every single uh, one of my days. It starts right around learning. It starts around uh, acquiring a new skill. Warren Buffett, one of the most successful investors of all time says, the more you learn, the more you earn. And it's true. You guys, smart, wealthy people call that collapsing time. How can I how can I learn something and collapse time, and so it doesn't have to take me as long as it normally takes somebody? How can I forego the failures? How can I forego uh, you know the mistakes? How can I how can I just learn what I need to know without having to do any of that, and I can just get to success? And really, I think that's what's so interesting about the coaching world. What's so interesting about the medium of the phone? What's so interesting that we can look back literally 53 years ago today to when Mr. Rogers launched, and now we can fast forward to 53 days, uh, 53 years here into the future, and that same concept, obviously the details are different, but the format is like delivering the same. Now we see somebody like Joe Rogan who just completely busted this whole fucking game open where we now know that podcasters, people creating shows are getting broken off, okay? In a world where there's so much information, where there's so much um, overload, where you can, like you guys can learn anything you want for free. I taught myself for free over, I mean, it was always took me seven years to do it for free, which is why I invest in coaching and consulting and masterminds going through events. You guys know this and it's like, and that's like the whole sports thing in me too. I know that the most successful people in sports have to hire and, and work with the best coaches to win the most championships. So, I just been using logic that already works you guys should do the same it's not fucking hard like oh mr rogers started a show where he talked to the audience told a story every day created a space for them to step into so they could change their life man okay well let's see does that work anywhere else oh so you're saying that joe rogan does a podcast where he interviews people and creates a space for them to step into and expand their mind and maybe learn new things so he can change the life now he gets broken off for a hundred million dollars like you guys everything in life is the same it's just different details and so that's what the Marshall Gillen show exists for. I like to tell stories. I like to take my vitamins before I hop in here in the morning and, and grab my coffee and water. And I love to connect with people like Lindsay Ference is going to be coming on. She's a life coach. She's coaching other women through the, the, the challenges that they go through. And so I just think it's really cool. I mean, like talking about Joe Rogan, it's, it's, uh, you know, he started 10 years ago and this is the thing I've been telling you guys, this is what I've been saying since I started the Marshall Gillen show. I think this, this episode right now, I believe is the 37th overall show. Let's actually, you know, give a big round of applause for Marshall Gillen. Yeah. Gotta pay that a boy Marshall, right? Um, this is like the 37th Marshall Gillen show that we've done. And I have been dragging my feet and dragging my feet and dragging my feet on turning this into a podcast. I'm making sure I'm live streaming every single day, and I've been doing it because I've been scared. Like I've like straight up, I've been scared. I've been fearful. Um, the camping trip I just went on, uh, we we left uh, Monday. We left Tuesday morning. We were only supposed to camp for one night. We got to the place in Wisconsin. It was absolutely fucking amazing. It was so amazing. It was so quiet. It was literally in the middle of nowhere. I had no service. Like it just came up and it just said no service, right? Uh, which I wasn't expecting. Um, but it, it's being able to unplug. It's it's being able to to share what I'm going through. It's being able to to take these experiences and put them out in the world in a way that I can position it that creates that space for other people to follow along and learn. How is it? Can I that they can collapse time, and how can I tell these stories in a way that makes a space for you to step into and transform your life? And so, what I want you guys to know is that the blueprint for success is there, no matter what you want to do. It's just looking, looking at going out in the world and finding somebody that's having success doing what you want to do, and then reverse engineering your your way to that type of success. And so, when I when I'm reading this about Joe Rogan, I, and I think about starting the Marshall Gillen show, it's like 37 episodes ago, I. I was scared. I mean, I've been scared, right? On this camping trip I just went on uh, over the two days that turned into – turned into two days, I had an opportunity to get one out of this lockdown, this quarantine. And I had an opportunity to surround myself with a, a lifelong childhood friend of mine, somebody that I've reconnected. Like we were best friends in high school. We drifted away all of our twenties. Uh, we're both, he's just turned 36. I just, I'm almost 36. Uh, and we just came back together a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we've been camping and hanging out and doing those things. It's like, it's like this amazing friendship. I I love it. And so I'm on this camping trip. And I get out uh, and I'm sitting around the fire and uh, I'm just, we're having a chat. It's late at night uh, and we're just looking at the fire in the middle of the middle of nowhere. And we're, we're talking about, he's telling me, hurry up, bro. He's going, hurry up, bro. Like, you know, like hurry up and make this show pop. Like I'm ready to come work for you and I'm ready to go see the world. And let's go do this stuff. Right. And it's, it's like, it, it's not a pressure, but I kind, of, I kind of, I don't know why I got into it. But I opened up and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm fearful, like I'm fearful to take this next step. And he's like, why? And I tell him, you know, I'm, I'm fearful because like, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if people will like me. I don't know what I'm, what am I going to talk about? Who's going to tune in? Who gives a fuck if I do a live show every, like literally you guys, this is what I was thinking on this two day trip. That's why I I went on another trip. I'm trying to figure out what is this, this inside of me, right? And, and Adrian says to me, um, what I needed to hear. He's like, bro, you're, you're, you're amazing. And he says all these things about me and all these, these just things that I, I sometimes don't feel I deserve, which I know is the resistance, right? But he's like, dude, like you just need to go, and and I was thinking, I was like, you know, right? I, I do just need to fucking go. I just I do need I just need to get this done. Which then, which in that moment made me think of Joe Rogan because I don't know if you guys ever do this. Which this is a good exercise. You guys should do this. This is a good exercise. You guys should try this. Go to the influencer that you follow the most. Like whatever influencer it is. Uh, maybe it's uh like uh, I don't know whatever influencer person you follow the most. I'll, I'll do like Joe Rogan, or I used to. I did this to Ty Lopez, Gary V. I, I, I've reverse engineered everything, you guys. And so, if you guys like, let's say you want to start a podcast, go to Joe Rogan's YouTube right now. After this, whoa, 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 not right now. Like, wait until we're done here, right? Which, by the way, you guys, if you haven't subscribed to the Marshall Gillen Show, you guys make sure you subscribe to this page, YouTube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen. Monday through Friday, streaming live 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nope, that's not true. Central Standard Time. I live in Cal. I'm 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 a San Diego resident. I I my lease ended in December. I came home to visit my mom uh, and family for like a couple weeks. Uh, a week turned into um, like six weeks, and then all of a sudden there was a quarantine, and I've been locked down here in Illinois ever since. And I'm trying to figure out where it is I'm going next. However. Sometimes I drop the PST. It's just habit. I was in San Diego for 13 years. Fucking love San Diego. I'm missing it more than anything. It's absolutely wild. But anyways, 9 a.m. Um, Central Standard Time. And so I, I'm on the 37th show now. I'm listening, thinking about what Adrian said, and now I'm thinking back to when I used to reverse engineer. And I remember reverse engineering um, Joe Rogan. And so after this episode's over, you guys go to the Joe Rogan podcast. Go to the videos tab, click videos, and then uh, filter it and and do. Um, from oldest or from, uh, yeah, oldest to newest, right? So, so flip flop the list. So the oldest podcast of his are on top. You guys are, I think it was first uplo- uploaded to YouTube in 2012, but I think it was originally shot in 2010. And if you guys go watch Joe Rogan's first ever episode from 2010, the first podcast he ever did, you guys, oh my God. Oh, oh my fucking God. Like the first like 20 minutes of it, oh, dude, It's awful. The first 20 minutes is absolutely awful. Um, it, they're trying to figure out the the uh, software. Um, the, the, they're like into the thing. It's the, the, the terrible graphics. And him and Brian Redman uh, are just, it's just bad. And it's bad for like the first 20 episodes. I mean, it's bad. Now, granted, they had no template. There was nobody else doing it in that format. And so like, what a pioneer. Point being is that when Mr. Rogers started, he didn't start off walking in the door as Mr. Rogers and then going on to this iconic show where he transformed lives and made a bunch of money and created a great life for himself. It, uh, it, it, Joe Rogan didn't start uh, his podcast and then sell it to uh, Spotify for a $100 million like a day later. Joe Rogan's been doing this for 10 years. He, he's on episode like almost 1,500 now, and that's not even really counting the fight episodes that he's done, which he's done over a hundred, hundreds of those, right? And so... A lot of you guys are on this big mission. You guys are like, "Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go do this. I wanna be this." And then we start, but the doubt creeps into your head, just like it has been mine. Doubt creeping into my head. And so, you know, if you guys are gonna have any success, and I know this to be the same, and this is why I started the Marshall Gillen show up um, a couple weeks ago, and why I've been streaming live every single day since, even though that I've been telling you guys we don't have the most viewers right now. I love you, Gillen Gang. Shout out to the Gillen Gang, the OGs who have been here with me from the beginning, who are tuning to the show, who right now are watching me, you know, from my mom's spare bedroom and this freaking from this futon in my in my banner there with my little black background. Like, you know, shout out to you guys. If you guys go watch uh, look at Joe Rogan Studio, what didn't always look like that? Shout out to the Gillen Gang that's following my dreams and helping me uh, lead the way and in, tell- in storytelling. You know, we have five viewers on live right now. And I'm excited for the day and Dang, that you guys get to see me in a studio behind a desk with monitors. And I have you know people on who are co-hosting with me on the, on the reg and we're turning this to an even better show. I want to continue to build this for you guys. I want to continue to connect you guys to the energy that you need to go out and find the courage to chase your dreams. That's why I tell stories every day. You guys, I'm the number one transformational storyteller in the world. I This is not me bragging or sounding pretentious. I just know that the gift that God gave me was the ability to look, to take any topic. I mean, any topic. I don't care what topic you guys give me, give me any topic. And I will find a way to tell you a story about that topic that will motivate you, inspire you and move you into action because you believe in yourself. That's why people come and that's why they've worked with me. That's why they come to my retreats. That's why they're coming out to Marshall Palooza September 11th. Uh, if you guys aren't uh, registered for that yet, if you guys haven't found out about Marshall Palooza happening in September, I'll make sure you guys reach out to me. I'll give you guys some more details on that. But the point of it is, is that there's something big that you guys want to do. There's something big that you guys wanna do that you're not taking action on, that you haven't done yet. And if you're not doing it because you're scared of, are you gonna fail? Who's gonna care? Are they gonna watch? You guys, I have, I have felt the same way. I have been, I have gone, I've made multiple six figures online utilizing live video. You guys know that. From broke-ass bartender, no experience, five-time college dropout, attempted suicide, like the worst fucking douchiest destructive person ever, to now I get to travel around the world and tell stories because of this video. And I've been doing that for the last four years. Four years ago, I walked out of my full-time job. Now, I'm not telling this to impress you. I'm telling this to impress upon you that even doing this for the last four years and having success, uh, my clients have made well over $3 million. I have hundreds and hundreds of testimonials of people's lives I've changed. And even still today, right now, after all that, I'm sitting here telling you, oh, fuck, I've been scared. I've been scared to go live every day. I keep talking about how I'm going to have get a podcast, but I haven't taken the steps to take the videos I'm already doing and put them on podcasts. I keep telling myself, well, I don't know how to do it. And I, and I don't know how to rank my podcast. And what if it doesn't get ranked? And, and what if I miss that eight week window? And then it's all for nothing. Like shut up, Marshall, and just fucking do what you want to do. Shut up. Talking to you too. Shut up and just take action. Why do we worry about all this shit? It's tough. It's super tough. And that's why I do things like going camping. That's why I do things. Um, like surround myself with amazing people and that is why i became a talk show host storyteller that's why i started changing that's why i started doing lives you guys that's why i'm going to bring on friend of the show lindsay ference you guys here uh, in the next few minutes we're going to go to a short break i want to show you guys a, a little video i'm going to grab some more coffee real quick uh, if you guys are tuning into the show right now give me a like give me a love let me know let me know if this kind of content is valuable for you but more importantly let me know what kind of content you want me to talk about every single day you guys we're going live every day, Monday through Friday, exclusively here on YouTube. If you want to be part of the conversation, if you want to join in, you want to add and ask questions to me live and you want to interact with the show, you guys know where to find me every single day. It's youtube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen. If you guys are coming back and listening to this on replay, maybe you guys are listening to this on a podcast episode because I finally got off my ass. I decided to put fear in the back seat and I decided to let courage and boldness steer and guide the way. Uh, Then do me a favor, you guys. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, but if you guys really love me and what we're doing and you guys are on my mission with me to save a billion lives, that save a billion lives with the power of vulnerability and storytelling, it would mean the absolute world to me if you guys could just give me a review, maybe add a little five stars to that. You guys, we're out here. We're trying to make a difference. We're just trying to use our gifts. We're just trying to spread that fire. It is Friday. It is May 22nd. Hey, you guys, 53 years ago today, Mr. Rogers happened. Uh, You guys may not know, but uh, 1992... So what is that? 28 years ago today, Johnny Carson, it was Johnny Carson said farewell to NBC. He was his last show. The Johnny Carson show uh, said goodbye uh, to uh, uh, the world uh, today in 1992, which is crazy because Again, you guys, the blueprint is there for people who have a story, who uh, have the gift of gab, who like to speak like me, like a lot of you, the, the, the template has been there. I mean, Johnny Carson is arguably the most famous talk show host of all time, having success, doing what he loves. Hey, Gillen gang, we're going to cut out to a quick break. I'm going to bring, when we come back, uh, I'm going to bring uh, Lindsay on and uh, you guys, I need a few things, Gillen gang. I need a few things from you guys. Okay. There's a few things that I need. Maybe you guys can help if you're watching this. If you're not, like I said, be a friend, tell a friend. I need a few things. You guys, we need a countdown clock. Okay. I don't know how to make a countdown clock. Okay. So what we need is a countdown clock. I need it to say the Marshall Gillen show starts in and it needs to be five minutes and counting down. And if you could put some generic kind of like fun, like maybe like uh, uh, Kai kaigo like style, like house, um, tropical house, like uh, maybe beat to it. That'd be great. You guys want to help me out i've been trying to figure out how to build a countdown clock you guys i want to be able to go on live five minutes before the show starts i would love a countdown clock and maybe some transition music you guys we're building this show we're doing this together we're bootstrapping it it's uh what do they call this uh what do they call this when people uh a grassroots movement oh that's what i was looking for you guys it is 27 past the hour we're going to cut out to a quick break i'm gonna come back with life coach Lindsay Ference, and uh we're going to be talking about some things that you guys can do to change your life uh and really what it is that's helped me change my life. All right, you guys, we'll see you soon. Whew. Just got to our uh campsite set up right up there. We're down here by this little creek. It's about 57 degrees. out. Uh, I think the water's pretty cold, but I think we'll do a quick little polar plunge, a little temperature therapy. <laughs> Getting hit or what, bro? Yeah dude yeah you gotta get up to your neck homie. me gotta get it up to your neck Oh, not so bad, Gillen gang. Oof. Was that thirty oh, seconds? <laughs> <I almost forgot. sighs> All right, you guys, welcome back. Hey, that was a little shot from our camping trip. Um, we were out in the middle of nowhere. We drove up into this mountain. Well, I say mountain. Being from the Midwest, they were mountains to me. But living out in California for so long, I uh, I realized that everybody else that actually lives in the mountains, calls those hills. However, uh, my buddy and I ended up in Yellow River Forest, Wisconsin, and uh, it, you guys, literally in the middle, middle of absolutely nowhere. Uh, an incredible two days. However, what I didn't know and anticipate and realize um, during that is that the, I didn't realize there was no service up there. So, for those of you who want, you know, Marshall, where was the show? What? What? Where was the show? Why was it not live? Why weren't you streaming during those two days? It's because, Gill and Gang, I wasn't prepared. I did. I wasn't prepared. For no service. Now, why this is important to you guys, because I wanted to let you guys know before we bring Lindsay on here, friend of the show, a life coach, before we bring her on, I want to let you guys know is that as part of my life, there's a few things I want to do. And I'm telling you this because I want you guys to get clear on exactly what you want your dream life to look like. Now, this is something that Lindsay helps coach people on. It's why she's a life coach. We're going to talk a little bit about the last dance. And I want to know who the greatest of all time is. All right. If you're watching this and you like basketball, there's a heated debate going on right now about who was the greatest basketball of all time. Was it Michael? Was it LeBron? Was it Kobe? Was it none of them? We don't know. One thing we do know though, is Phil Jackson coached two of them. And we know that having a great coach is very important. So we're going to bring Lindsay on here in just one second, but I just want you guys to understand I wasn't prepared. And so when I came back, I had to Uh, coach myself on how is it I can bring maximum value, still go live and still not miss a beat because I want my dream life to look like getting to make a live daily show just like this one. But I also want my life to look like being able to go camping when I want and not have to be dialed in and plugged into this. So Gillen gang, this is my way of giving back to the world for free. I said, okay, I, I will dedicate myself and I will give an hour or two hours every single day of a live stream to hold space and give energy to people who need it. But then when I'm checked out, I'm checked out. And so it's something I'm trying to work on. I'm balancing. We're going to have a conversation about Lindsay. Maybe she can help me out with this, but in the future, you guys, when I'm gone on my trips, what I'm going to be doing is sandbagging some interviews. So I've got some amazing interviews lined up with some amazing people. A lot of people that you've actually heard of, uh, that I've been able to work with, travel the world with, speak on stages with. And so on the days that Marshall Gillen has gone in this talk form capacity, uh, talk show format capacity. Anyways, uh, we're going to have live streaming episodes. So don't worry. Never again will you miss out a live stream of the Marshall Gillen Show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time. You guys can find that exclusively on youtube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen. Without further ado, let's bring on my good friend, Lindsay Behrens. You guys don't forget. She loves those hearts. So when she hops on Gillen gang, a bunch of them, right? Right. Even if it's on replay. All right, here we go. All right. Hey Lindsay, what's going on? Yeah, Lindsay, girl. Go. Hi. I
1: do love hearts. How are Hi. you? I do love I'm great. How are you? Did you do? What are
0: you wearing on your shirt there? It is I'm the tree what is that shirt?
1: It's the tree of life.
0: I, I love that. It's interesting because I know that you're, you're a big faith-based entrepreneur as well. And so it's like as above, so below. And so it's so, so cool when I see shirts like that or nature, it's like uh, you think of the lungs, like they look like that. And so, hey, it's a, it's a treat to have you here. What is today? Friday? Today's Friday. Yes. What's your, yeah. What do you got going? Where are you, tell the world where you're, where you're joining us from.
1: So currently we're stationed at uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. <clears throat> so I love it. What's it like in yeah. North Carolina right now? It's been raining. We had like yeah. some hurricane thing. Um, actually, prayers out to some people we know in Fayetteville. It's a little bit south of us. Um, they actually had a tornado rip through um Oof. their their little area and their neighborhood yesterday. Wow. Um Is so okay? it's, yeah, everyone was good, just a little yeah. bit of damage to their thing. So I was like, wow, we actually it's crazy like how life comes full circle, but no kidding. The couple that actually it actually affected and ripped their fencing down. I get that's what I read was like six or seven years ago. I want to say we were stationed in Florence, South Carolina and my husband recruited him and now they're stationed here. So
0: wow, you're <laughs> kidding me. And isn't that yeah. just, that's like everything in life. So uh, real quick, you guys thoughts and prayers out to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, They're experiencing mm-hmm. some, some stuff down there. You guys say a, Give a quick uh, TMPs up to the, the big guy up there uh, for those guys out there. Hey, thank you so much for hopping back on. Uh, what yeah. a cool way to we have technology to do this. So for those of you guys who don't know, I'm just going to out myself and publicly apologize to Lindsay. We were supposed to be streaming live yesterday, uh, and uh, I just wasn't prepared to be I, – I wasn't prepared. For no service in the in the middle of nowhere, but uh, I guess that probably should have been pretty obvious. Uh, but I want to say thank you for uh, you know using your, your time and schedule to make sure you hop back on with us. It's uh, such a treat. Uh, it's been very awesome to get to know you over the last I don't know what has it been six months or so, seven eight months now that we kind of we've been kind of following each other. Yep. Yeah, it's been exciting to watch you continue to grow, and I know that you're up to some big things out there now. Out in Fort Bragg, uh, your husband, uh, what what uh, he's he's he. Is he deployed
1: or is he home? He is home. He is okay. home now. Actually, okay. he hasn't deployed since 2000 and right. he came home in 2012. That's right. I, mm-hmm. I remember that he's home now. And
0: uh, so your your husband is uh, working on base. He's doing his thing. That's giving you some time to really reflect and especially being here in quarantine. Uh, how many kids do you have?
1: We have two daughters, and Jocelyn 11. and uh,
0: 10 and 11. 10 and 11. And it's really mm-hmm. great because the reason I wanted to bring you on to the show is I wanted to show the rest of the world and create some space for people that's like yeah it's been a lot of gloom and doom during this quarantine and we could go into that and, and talk about all of this but you know i think when i know that you will agree that focus go energy where focus goes energy flows and so during this time a lot of people have, could have chosen to go this way or to go that way and, and it's been great to kind of see you really not kind of to see you really take control of your life and to start to use this time to get even clear on exactly what it is that you want to accomplish in your life, which is what I kind of opened the show with, um, you know, you're, uh, uh the wife of a veteran that lives on base. You have two, two kids that are uh, old enough to like, you know, and so there's so many excuses. There's so many reasons why uh, you shouldn't start your show or shouldn't start your business or do whatever that thing is that the viewers are watching, aren't doing. So just uh, to tell me a little bit, Lindsay, what, what is it about right now that you're finding in this time uh, when everybody else is kind of living in fear and, and locked up and not sure what to do next? Why is it that you're deciding to, to launch this life coaching business? What has God been telling you? And why is it that you know that you're going to crush it? for the, I've been working with Lindsay, you guys, first off, so I know that she's a bad, bad, bad Bad when it comes to this, like she's, she's really good. But why is it, Lindsay? Share with the, the audience a little bit. What, what's, got, what's going on here? Why are you finally going, okay, I'm choosing me?
1: Yeah, it, it comes down to choices. And we all have choices. And some people have chosen fear. Not stating that sickness isn't real or virus isn't real or this pandemic isn't real because it is like, that's the reality for so many people right now. But the choice to stay there is completely upon the individual. So I just choose to live my life and my days minus homeschooling my children right now. Yeah. thing has changed. We've stayed active. We walk with the dogs, we work out, we write plant meal plans. We are pretty much staying on track playing board that. games, just I spending time that. together.
0: Well, let me ask you though: What's the mechanism that may, that helps you do that? I mean, I, I probably didn't start off like that your whole life, and so I know. Well, actually, I do. Yeah, the Come Home Project. So I'm good friends with uh, some good friends of mine who run the Come Home Project. Uh, shout out to John and Samantha Commons. Uh, they're trying to end veteran suicide and divorce. Um, but in, in, I know I have a lot of veterans that watch this show, and I have a lot of uh, female veterans, especially, or wives of veterans, especially. And so, um, not saying that you ever were, because I we haven't had that deep of a conversation on this topic yet. But a lot of these people are in these communities or in the uh, station, uh, all branches of, of service, and they just feel so trapped in their life. They, they yeah. aren't even really sure what it is that's, that's calling for them to do. And yeah. so so maybe you can just, sh- I mean, I let you're right, but maybe you can share with us, like, were you was it always like that? Were you always like, oh, we're staying active and we're doing this? Or, or how did you find that you were able to ever break through a fear of, Maybe not feeling good enough. Uh, Maybe feeling like, "What's my role? My husband's the veteran. Like, I'm just a mother. Where do where is my expression and creativity and impact come in?" And so, how are you able to find that?
1: Yeah. So, so growing up, my my worth was really low. Mm. There was no self worth. I think um, we can go back to hurt people, hurt people, and the dysfunctional cycle. And we can talk about generational curses. We can talk about all those things. Yeah. Um you know, that could be like deeper into another time, hopefully we go on live again. But, um, you know, just feeling all those feelings, I was so sick and tired of being sick and tired of feeling those feelings. And I had to think of ways like to make myself happy ha- or come come out of those things. And I actually wow. developed this huge optimistic view.
0: It's like out of survival.
1: Right. It, wow. it, it, and it wasn't right. It's like my shirt. It's like I was down here, right? And all these things and everything was festering. And it was just like, okay. And then it was like, whoop, here's a little sprout. And wow. then I got the sunshine, and I was like, ooh, that feels good. Like that's amazing. And then I just expanded from there. And now, now I picture myself as like a tall oak tree. You know what I mean? They're I beautiful. That. Yeah. And it's, you, you need to choose every single day when you wake up that, even like Kyle, gratitude over everything. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, it, it's, you have to have choices. Well, we all have choices, but you have to make the choice. And you have to choose which which way are you gonna go? You're gonna either, like you say, you're either gonna go left or you're gonna go right. Like you choose. And then yeah. at the end of the road, if you end up in a mud puddle, guess mm-hmm. who chose to be there? Right. You chose to jump in that mud puddle. I chose to walk down a golden right. path, like, right. right, you
0: know. And which is not good or bad, uh, you know, ch- choosing to jump in the mud puddle. I think it's, it's, we don't, and I know that you would agree. And I think that a lot of people watching that, that's the thing. They end up in the mud puddle and they go, oh, I don't, I don't want to be here again, but they never jump out of the mud puddle because they're scared mm-hmm. that if they jump out. They'll just jump into another one. Right. And so it's like, it's interesting. We, we're seeing this and, and I want to, I want to expand on this here in just a second, but I do want to ask your opinion on something that we were talking about earlier in the show. Um, I I just, I personally, I am absolutely baffled why everybody that, that has a mission, has a story is not running out and creating some kind of content, some kind of show, some kind of podcast. We just saw Joe Rogan get broken off a hundred million dollars. Uh, so Spotify can have exclusive rights to his content. Uh, for those of you guys who may live under a rock and not know the Joe Rogan experience, uh, they get about, uh, well, the numbers vary, but they say, but between about 150, to 200 million downloads a month, 200 million downloads a month. And so this guy's just been making content on the reg for 10 years. Uh, obviously he's been making a ton of money before this. Uh, but now it's like, I mean, to think of a podcaster comedian, just making a hundred million dollars for a, for, for a, a live free stream on the internet um, is wild. So first off, what do you think about that? I mean, what, what is your take on, on, on that? Uh, do you think it's good that uh, for something like that? I know they're probably hitting you blind with this, but just kind of feeling out what you think for mm-hmm.
1: the business aspect. Yeah. I actually when you were talking about it, I relayed in the other room to my husband. And it's just like, wow, like if you can grow and, and go in a different direction and it and utilize that space to the best that you can for yeah. for yourself and other people, then I say go for it. Isn't yeah. it constant evolving?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I,
1: sometimes staying in one place is being stagnant and it's not yeah. always What's best? It may be comfortable, yeah, but it's yeah. always best. And um, ha- I'm happy for him. I yeah. mean, if, that's, I if that, if that's to be successful on a whole another level, yeah. then then that's what it's going to take. So
0: I love that you say that. Uh, yeah, I mean. I, I, that's something that we, we definitely agree on too. It's like creating that energy in every part of your life is like, you know, like, why would you hate on somebody that made a bunch of money? Like, hey, you know what? Good for Joe Rogan. Cause that just means that it's impossible for anybody else. It's now Ooh. possible for other people to be able to achieve that. Uh, I don't know if anybody uh, that's watching knows anything about uh, the sports world, but uh, every single year, the contracts continue to expand and expand and expand and expand to the point now that's like, I can look at players that are pay- paid an exorbitant amount of money now. That are not even half as good as the people from the past that got less money. And so guys, the reason I'm telling you this is because these deals, obviously Joe is the 0.00001%, the OG of of podcasting, but these deals and these opportunities are only going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger for the people who are ready to step up and really make a difference in the world and start to just share what it is that they feel their story is about. And now that's something where you come in, Lindsay. I mean, uh, let's talk about coaching a little bit. I've been uh, talking about sports a little bit. Uh, coaching is, is exploding all across the world and it's an exploding definitely even now during the COVID time, because I, I don't want ordinary people, I say lightly ordinary people who aren't maybe necessarily entrepreneur minded. Um, ordinary people have been thrust into a world where they are doing videos online. Their kids are taking zoom classes online. They're going, they're working online. And all of a sudden, what I've been preaching for the last four years, trying to get people to wake up to uh, a lot of people are waking up and they're going, Oh, wow. Like I kind of like this being home and doing my own schedule. And wow, it's actually a lot easier to homeschool my kids and, and we're free and I just have to have a signal. And now here you come in right? This is exactly what we're talking about, about coaching and having, having players win championships because the coaches are great and the players are great. And so now we look at the coaching industry exploding, not just in the sporting world, but now where people are realizing, wow, I have these tools and resources that change my life. But all of a sudden it's like they're sitting down in the uh, Millennium Falcon, but then they don't really realize they don't know how to drive it. They're like, oh, I have all this power.
1: Shit, mm-hmm. I don't know how to
0: drive this thing though. And now people like you, uh, people like me, we're coming in. We're helping people take that next step. And so when we say life coach, I know that up until now, there's a stigma lightweight that comes with people saying life coach. And so has that, we're going to expand more on this, but uh, first off, has has calling yourself a life coach, was that ever a resistance to you? Did you ever doubt yourself or did you ever compare yourself? Or is this something that you naturally have, like you feel into and you're like, this is what time it is.
1: First, can I back up for two seconds? Absolutely. I did not realize my potential of being a life coach until I actually started following you. Ooh, thank you. So, thank you. And, um, I'm, I'm an idea person. Okay. I have, I mean, it's full, it's completely full of ideas. And I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and oh. I am writing and that's just, I wake up and that's when I get up and it's just a constant, all these ideas and i'm going to tell you i know i'm not giving up on anything else yeah right we talked about that in a call before it's not that i'm giving up jj jammers it's not that i'm i'm putting it aside because right now right the funding that that outreach that entrepreneurship mindset it is a very very hard and lonely road um, so I'm not giving up on that. It's not the hard part. It's right. it has nothing to do with that. Um, but I realized that I've always helped people. And I'm not gonna toot my own horn here. I'm just go ahead, you should giving a bit of a backstory that I've always been the friend to help. I've always been the person to show up and be there and get my hands dirty. And it's it has nothing to do with the actual like, oh yeah, it was me who showed up. It was that legitimately like makes my soul shine like to see my friend or even somebody I don't know happy or like smile that is like the gift to me yeah it's not even the actual act it's not even about the money it's not about the gift it's not about anything else. that is the gift Mm, come on and it's just so empowering to see how you can actually intercede into somebody's life.
0: Oh, isn't it?
1: And I always get the question like, uh, I, had some, I had somebody say something to me one time and I, I was like, I had to look it up because I was like, is that even really a thing? But like somebody actually wrote on it and I was like, I, what a waste of energy and time to actually like drain it. It was called toxic positivity. Ooh, yeah, and it really does, make like, a point. And I was like, I have toxic positivity And I just thought to myself, I got to really look that up. And it was like somebody who's always happy, even when it's not a happy time and stuff like that. And it's like, no, it's a choice. I'm not saying you're, you're not feeling what you're feeling. I'm not saying that you're not having a hard time. I just choose not to stay there. Right. Not to stay in the mud puddle. Right. So it's like optimizing your optimism is just changing your viewpoint, changing your lens Climbing out on a different branch to look somewhere else, uh-huh. like yeah,
0: it's not,
1: it's not a, I don't know. It, it's it was just mind boggling to me yeah. that somebody took the time to write about toxic positivity, and it's like no, that's toxic in itself. Those yeah. two words don't even go together. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, you, a moron. Yeah, it was just yeah.
0: like you know, but it's it's interesting though because that when you say that, I have never heard this term before. Now there's a few things I want to unpack from that, but when you say toxic pox- positivity, one of the things that that actually kind of creeps into my mind and I don't know if this is the context or not, but I, I'm like, well, you know what? Positivity in, in, in a way can become to- toxic for a person when, when you perpetually stay in a state of like getting ready or, or, oh, I'm real positive without action. Then it's like, it's like that, 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 uh, self-help junkie that literally just gets, that gets high on the idea of like, oh, I'm doing this big thing, but they're so scared from a deep-rooted subconscious belief that they're not good enough or that it won't work, that they never take action. But all in all, I mean, like, yeah, that, that's, that's crazy. And so for you, I like what you said. For those of you, the viewers who don't know, I'm just going to give a little context. Uh, Lindsay came into my uh, ecosystem. We came into each other's lives at the time that she was running a, a business called JJ Jammers, um, which is a, a tech, a, basically a tech, a tech company for kids. But they didn't, she was still needing funding to actually get the tech made. And so when we, but she's been working on it, uh, really working on it for a long time. And I think, and, and I don't want to speak for her or speak out of pocket, but when she came to me, it seemed like she was just burnt out and exhausted from trying to mm-hmm. will her, her want to help people and kids um, to a reality that wasn't meant to be yet. And so I read a book a long time ago, Russell Simmons actually wrote it. I can't remember what it was called, but uh, he has a quote in it that says, we can have everything we want in life, but we can't have it all at once. And so it's interesting for you to think that and for her to, to listen to you surrender to the idea of like, okay, I haven't given up on anything. What I have accepted and surrendered to is that God has a, a perfect timing for everything and that everything I want is already mine. And instead of creating resistance every, now, every single moment in the day, wanting my plan to outdo his, I'm accepting the fact that I, reality is what it is. If I'm in a mud puddle right now, I, I accept the reality that God, it gives me the ability and the tools to get myself out of it. And I, and I see you light up right now as we talk about that. And so for the viewers, I just wanted to unpack that a little bit for those listening. You guys, if you guys like this content, do me a favor. Make sure you give us a like, give us a love. Let me know below. Hey, Brian Jones, it's, uh, it is 50 minutes after the hour. Uh, I probably about... 10 minutes or 15 minutes, I'm going to get into a segment about the greatest basketball player of all time. If you hang around, you want to get into the conversation, Brian, I'll bring you on because I think you and I are going to be not only at odds, but we can make some good content. So Lindsay, back to this. So it's cool because when you came into my ecosystem, you were talking about wanting to do this big thing and now you've shifted. And I think so many people are scared to shift or pivot. We all know Marshall Gillum's not, we all know Marshall Gillum does a hundred different things uh, out of a hundred days in a row, but uh, uh, a lot of people are scared to shift. And now I see you shifting and you're shifting into a, into a space that's about to blow up. It's already blowing up, but they're predicting that the coaching industry is going to grow to like a, a $2 billion industry, like in the next, whatever I, I this is, you guys, this is off the cuff. I, um, in the next like four years or by 2025, I'd have to get the numbers. Correct me if I'm wrong. If somebody does know. Otherwise I will, uh, get clear on that. But the point being is now we're seeing uh, people like Mr. Rogers was basically like a real life coach. Like back in the day, you didn't know you, you, like, it, for your kids. Like parents are like, I don't know what to do with them, stick in front of the TV. They love Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is coaching them basically through their life. You listen to Johnny Carson, same thing. It's all these these things we're talking about, the Joe Rogan podcast in and of itself. It may not be direct coaching, but it is a form of people creating a space for others to step into and to expand. You come into my, you you step into my space and you're like, you're like, oh shit. My space? Yeah. My space. Oh yeah. There's a there's a call back dating ourselves, right? I never thought I was gonna leave my space. Uh, how about you? You what? I never thought I was gonna leave my space. I thought I thought I was like, I'm never leaving my space, I'm gonna be here forever. Because it's my space? Yeah, <laughs> my right? I, I just I remember when Facebook came out. Uh one, it was only for students at the time, but then what once mm-hmm. they let everybody on the platform, I was like, I'm not leaving, I'm not, I'm not leaving my space for Facebook. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. hey. Things adapt and change, right? Things adapt and change. And that's what we're getting into right now with you becoming a life coach is things adapting and changing. And so now people are watching uh, television programming adapt and change. They've watched TV adapt from uh, where it is to now going to a mobile phone. That that's an adaption and change. They watch their kids move from uh, in schools to out of schools, which I called it Gillen Gang months ago. I still think that this is the downfall of the education system as we know it. Uh, but people are seeing this adaptation to how life can be. So maybe you can explain to the audience uh, that may not understand or that may have a different perspective. Oh
1: no, you froze. (laughs)
0: am I here? There I am. Hi. Yeah. Hey, there you are. I don't know Gillen gang, uh, internet connection said no connection, which is odd because, uh, my, my wifi is right there. So who knows? A uh, little break. Uh, maybe the big guy just wanted to give us a little, we're probably on fire. Uh, actually, who knows, man? Um,
1: YouTube, not my coffee.
0: Oh, big bang. I like bangs. I've been drinking the rains though. Um, Hey guys, thanks for staying tuned with us during that slight hiccup. Uh, I was just getting ready to talk about uh, life coaching and what that means to you. But before I do, let me ask you this. Maybe YouTube's kicking us off. Who knows? Have you heard anything about YouTube censoring people? Have you had any
1: experiences with that yet? I actually got censored for one thing that I posted. It was obviously an unfavorable topic. It's the only time that I ever posted anything about that. And it was just like, oh, it's some false information on here. And it was like, Okay, um, but I did get censored, and then yeah. for like two days, nobody saw my posts on Facebook either. So, wow! And you see, that's
0: that's what's crazy, and that's one of the things that's so cool about the Joe Rogan moving to Spotify. It's that, like, I think that was probably one of the biggest deterrent factors uh, from uh, what I've listened to interviews and in Joe uh, talk about of him moving to Spotify is that complete complete freedom. And so, mm-hmm. we are very blessed to have these these platforms like Facebook, like YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all these things, Medium, LinkedIn. But it's absolutely wild the time that we're living in and the amount of censorship. I've had um, five of my videos deleted uh, in the last two months from YouTube. Um, Admittingly pushing the envelope, admittingly what I believe, but pushing the envelope, not right or wrong, not good or bad, uh, but uh, somebody else deciding that they can limit my speech. And the only reason that bothers me is that is under the guise that they're still saying that this is a platform where creators can come um, and, and create anything they want yeah we see facebook instagram youtube burying things in the algorithm if they don't delete them at all and so you know for yeah. people like joe rogan I, I know that i know that we sometimes as creatives think that there's no way out or how are we ever going to beat youtube it's our only thing you guys again the blueprint is there uh, the the the, the template has been broken it's being reshaped reformed and it's adapting and so again Yes, YouTube is an amazing source. Uh, yes, it's an amazing tool. Uh, but there's hope. At the, there's light at the end of the tunnel if you just get started. And you start to build these audiences. We as a people together, as we go one, we go all. I've been saying this for a long time. It's like this is our channel. This is our. This is our our space. But yeah. It starts with all of us getting started. And so let's get back into the life talk coach thing. Um, what does that mean to you? Like, what what is for those who are watching before we we just cut out? What is life coaching and why why is it uh, that you believe that. I mean, I'm just gonna say, I think everybody needs a coach. That's just me. I, I personally have been doing this long enough now, and I've invested so much money that the more success I have, I find the more coaches I need and the more training I need because the the once you start getting better, the incrementals, the movement that you can make is so incremental that it takes even more uh, fine tuning and preparation to continue to go up. And so, what is life coaching to you? Why does everybody need one? And what are you gonna bring to the space that we all we all need to know about?
1: I'm just bringing awareness to yourself that you can legitimately optimize your optimism. And it is just through changing the way that you view things or using a platform that's I learned a few years ago, it's facts versus feelings. So it kind mm-hmm. of lets you understand the, your reality, right? And you can either choose to accept it or you don't. But it, all these things in life, you you fog it up yourself. True. Nobody nobody else can fog it for you. Like I I was in a state of mind actually be right before I met you bunch of family drama and problems. And I was at the darkest point in my life, but it's only because I listened to what they all had to say. Right. What I mean, listen, I took every single word and I went slap, slap, slap. Wow. And it must be true because it comes from people that I love. Right. Wow. And you start creating this other part where it's, and then I, and then right before I hit my darkest moment, I was going to write a really nasty goodbye letter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was so bitter and so dark. And I was, I, I like read it and I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's not me. Like at all. Like I who is this? Is. Yeah. And so understanding the dysfunction, understanding, uh, survival traits, understanding, not just understanding, but like I'm living Testament. I'm, I, I actually lived all those things. Right, Survived. And if I can live what I've been through, and I'm not saying maybe somebody has more or less of what they had to go through in life or going through now. But if me, like my story, if I can share all the ins and outs of my entire life and have you in awe that I'm standing here smiling sitting on a call with you right now like telling you it's okay it's gonna be okay like and get to the nitty-gritty of your life and like what is it that you actually are passionate about I don't I don't give a crap if it's like baking cookies all day great cookies and like give them to people and let people try them and then be like oh my gosh you should open up a bakery right like Whatever that looks like, right? Yeah. I just want people to know that whatever that looks like for their life, that they can actually do it. Yeah. And I, I'm living I, proof of doing it. I you absolutely do. love that. You know, thank you. Yeah. It, I just think it's, it's
0: amazing. I think you're I think it's I think you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, what are we talking about? And for you to be able to go through the things you've gone through, first off, I'm really glad you're still here. Uh, and for you to be able to go through those things and to be able to process that and then to put in the time, and the effort. Uh, and invest the money to continue to grow and expand and train yourself, personal development, business mastery, and then to take that leap. I mean, wow, like that says a lot about you as an individual. And, and I talk about it on this show all the time. I know we've had conversations about it, but we talk about collapsing time. How can we go from where we're at to where we want to be in the shortest amount of time? Because you guys, I think that all of our viewers would agree, look, if it takes if it takes the average person 65 years to learn all the things they need to learn in life. So then they're like the most efficient they could be. Think about how much funner and better and more of an experience life could be if they learned all that information in the first 35 years. Okay. Okay. Now they've collapsed that time. And so I think that that's one of the things about what Lindsay's doing that makes us so valuable. You guys is that, I mean, now look, I know I'm paying her into a corner. I know she works with a lot of people, but it's like, okay, maybe you're a veteran. Uh, Maybe you're the wife of a veteran who also likes to make just people feel good. But your whole life you've been told you're not good enough. That's dumb. Why would I do that? It's not going to matter. I'm not one person that can make a difference. And so if if you're somebody that's like that, then reaching out to Lindsay and getting to know her and asking her some questions, like our friend Tony Robbins says, the better questions you ask, the better answers you get. And so that's mm-hmm. why Lindsay literally exists, you guys. And she's here to now use her experience and to use her knowledge to help you all collapse time in your life. And so I think it's interesting that you mentioned feeling good. Uh, I know you've heard me say it before. I'm like, how crazy is it that that God made feeling good like, ma- like when you make others feel good, you feel good. Like, what how that's such a perfect design, right?
1: Like, what what's going on? Like, yeah. what is yes. this? And it's like so many so people powerful. discount that. Why? It's it's a
0: powerful gift. Why do they discount that?
1: Because I think they don't believe it. Right. I, I don't I I don't think people actually believe that they can or they will because of things that they've been told somewhere mm-hmm. along the line in their life something happened. You weren't born that way. Right. It's so, like you you weren't born to hate, you weren't born to be racist, you weren't born to be mean, you weren't born to do those things. And yeah, we are born of sin, but you weren't born to be mean. Just like, yeah, it's, it's things that you allow to enter into like your state of mind. So you hear something that was said to you and you're like, wow, somebody said that to me, but nobody listens to like what God is saying about them. Right. And so you have different sides of the spectrum. And, and again, that's where you come to the fork in the road. You either choose to go this way or you choose to go this way. And it's wow. it literally comes down to the belief. It, it's yeah. changing your mind, changing your mindset is what's going to change your life. That That's really what it is. And surrounding yourself with people like us being on our calls, uh, me and Kyle, me and Denise, I, I mean... Listening to positivity, listening to people who have come out of the absolute that. darkness that only walk into the light. That's, that's what you need to surround yourself with. And that's why a life coach, is because they can do that for you. Just like you've yeah. done that for me. Kyle's done that. Uh, Sam, Sam Eaton yeah. has done that for me. I mean, seriously, you want to talk about like powerful testimonies? That's so awesome. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. That it's it's by no accident that people are telling their stories and it would just be you that can't come out of it. Right. Like, no, that doesn't have it. You can come out of it. You just have to apply what is being what is being taught.
0: I love it. The oh. more you and that's what's co- that's what's so great about coaching, is because I most people that work with me, it's not even that I teach them new things, it's that I just affirm to them what they already know. I'm like, they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm like, yes. If you keep doing that, it'll work. And they're like, Oh, thank God. That's what I needed to know. And then, and then just helping them fine tune it. You know, so many people, they think of coaching or consulting or, or coming to uh, these retreats or these events like Marshall Palooza that's happening in September. They're like, they think about these things and they're like, Oh, I'm not going to waste money on that. But you're like, you got to realize is that when you can get you out of your own way and you can connect your heart, uh, your mind and your heart together, you guys can start to feel good. And from feeling good, you will take inspired action. And so why, light, why coaches, any kind of coach? I mean, I've had all kinds of coaches. I was on, I was on um, Tuesday with a, a coach, of my first ever coach, Jillian Sandoval. She's saying, good morning here. Hey, Jillian, what's going on, girl? If you guys haven't gone back and watched the interview of me and Jillian, go do that from Tuesday. It was an awesome episode. But I've hired all kinds of coaches. It's like, okay, what do I need? what do I need to get better at or do right now? Okay. Well, maybe you're watching this show, you're listening to the show and you're like, well, I I need to understand life a little bit better because I'm having some trouble. I'm not feeling the best. I'm waking up sad or I want to take action. I'm living in fear or whatever. Uh, Maybe you need a business coach. Maybe you need a freaking storytelling coach. Maybe you need, uh, maybe you're Tom Brady. He has a hydration coach and a sleep coach and all these coaches. (laughs) Point being, guys, is that it becomes cool because it's like the better we get, the more resources we attract to us, the more money we make, and then that gives us the ability to go help more people. And so, Lindsay, it's just such, a, it's just such an absolute pleasure not, not, not only to have you on this morning, but uh, to, to know you and to get to be your friend and, and to you know, be able to experience life with uh, this little gang that we're making of people who are just going out and trying to just make a difference helping people and, and using the tools that we already have available, which we've been talking about all morning. Um, I think it's absolutely incredible. Uh, what are you most excited about? We'll get a couple quick questions. What are you most excited about going forward in 2020?
1: Uh, just taking it to where I've always envisioned myself. Um, so, like through meditation and all those things, it's just uh, creating that space and that life. Uh, when we did that exercise, you got to yeah. do that one day on a live, by the way. because okay. that- incredible um we did this exercise where you had to envision yourself in the future to close your eyes vision what does it look like where are you what is your view and then you had to come in and like sit down and look at yourself from the future and it was like totally mind-blowing that we did that and that was really cool exercise um but i do that too even when i meditate so what do i want to? what i envision it right i write it down right and then i figure out how to get there. Like, yeah. okay, which, which direction do I need to go? Who do I need to reach out to? Who do I need to listen to today? Love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so it, it, it looks something like financial freedom.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, not just for me, but every life that I touch. Um, we've talked about traveling the world and helping people and just being present for people that need it. And God knows, God knows exactly who we need in our life at the exact moment. Nothing is by accident. And so trusting in all those visions and things that I've already had and where we're going, that's what that looks like. Financial freedom, helping others, right? Save a billion to save a billion. I freaking love that, Marshall. Like it, it is just so, so full of love. And it's just like, yeah, that's what we were made to be here for, okay. to love and show compassion and change and help people. And it is just such a great gift to, to maybe we weren't born to see that right away, but we grew into our calling. I and love so, that. Um, I it, it looks something very much like camping when I want to and yeah. <laughs> driving no around fish. in my Jeep that I've always wanted. <laughs> Let's go okay um, hey, I appreciate that I uh thank
0: you so much for coming back on sorry about the confusion yesterday if you guys uh want to more of Lindsay which I don't know why you wouldn't she's an absolute gangster you guys uh go over and follow her on Facebook add her as a friend you guys can find her Lindsay Ference just uh, search the name is there anything you want to leave uh, leave us with before you hop off
1: yeah I love you all oh come on now that's what's up <laughs> I do I love you, love you all and your worth is. Is what God says your worth is, which is more than what any person can say. I love that. You're the best. Thank you so much. And I'll Thank talk you. to you.
0: Okay. There you go, guys. The friend of the show, Lindsay Ferrets. Round of applause. Uh, what a cool little, what a cool little, uh you know, segment. A cool little episode to be able to hear her and chat for. Dylan Gang. It is ten after ten. Uh, we are moving into the second hour of the show. This is Marshall Gillen on the Marshall Gillen show uh, live on YouTube Monday through Friday. You guys can find it exclusively at youtube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen or on every podcast platform. You guys, we are going to move into another break real quick before we come back with the next half of the show. We're going to talk more about the CDC. Like... Why is the CDC keep flip-flopping? I don't know. Maybe you do. We're going to try to figure that shit out, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be diving into a little bit more about the last dance. You guys, sports is coming back. We got a debate going on about basketball. It's driving me absolutely fucking nuts. And I, I tell you what, I, we just got a lot of things to figure out. I know it's Friday. I know there's a lot of important stuff going on in the world. But listen, we got important talk happening here. You guys, we're going to go back to a short video. I'm going to go to a short break. This is a live show. I got to take a wee and a, I drink a lot of coffee and a lot of water, uh, as you can tell. So we're going to go to a break. Again, Gillen gang, I need two things. I'm looking for somebody to make me a countdown timer. If that's you, that can say Marshall Gillen show starts in five minutes counting down with maybe some Kygo style, like uh tropical house music to it. And you can send that into the show. That would be amazing. I'm also looking for some trans, trans- transition music. How do we go in and out of these things from break? Because it'd be great if I could go, boom, play some music right now and into this next slide, into this next video. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to go to the bathroom. We're going to grab some coffee. I'll see you guys on the other side of the break. We got a whole another hour of the show left. And uh, I love you guys. This is fun. We'll see you soon. Stay tuned. And I will be right back with more of the Marshall Gillen show. 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 <laughs> what is going on everybody it's your boy Marshall live and I am I'm actually on replay <laughs> you guys good morning it is Wednesday May 20th the sunshine is coming up over the peak there you guys I am out here in Iowa I'm at this amazing state park called uh, Yellow River State Forest now literally you guys I wanted to record an episode of the marshall gillen show today just like we always do i wanted to do it live i knew we were coming i knew we were coming out here in the middle of nowhere to go camping for a few days you see we've got our coffee over there we've got our tent set up there's a little creek in the back we're gonna do some hiking some hanging out and i really wanted to be able to stream live to you guys just like i always do but i wasn't able to because the connection just wasn't good enough out here Little you guys we're literally in iowa north uh, northeastern iowa in like like the hills the forest deep forests of uh, iowa there's no electricity out here there's not a signal up here and i didn't realize that was going to be a thing so you guys are seeing this video because i literally got in the car i'm driving about eight or nine miles into the town i'm going to upload this video for you guys and eight or nine uh, miles back here to the campsite to enjoy my day and then i'll probably do the same thing tomorrow maybe i'll be able to go live tomorrow if we leave here in time but I'm not here to talk about that. I want you guys to realize one quick thing, Dylan Gang, okay? If you're tuning in and watching this live right now, I'm not trying to show off. I'm not trying to impress you by going, oh, look, I can travel and go anywhere I want and I can make money from my phone. But literally, I want you guys to realize that just by me being here with my good friend who's back there cutting wood, you know, just by me being here living my dream giving you permission to live your dream you see i don't know what the world's been telling you i don't know what the people who surround you've been telling you i don't know what you've been telling yourself but the reality of it is is that in 2020 going forward we have social media we have a mobile phone you guys we have youtube and google we can go out and self-teach we have uh resources online that we can gather like Gill and Gang. you guys can come to top page because there's so many resources out there for you guys to learn skill sets that will allow you to live the life of your dreams and so it's important to me it's important to me because it's important to you it's important that i get this video off today it's important that i make this and i drive into town and upload it because i want to create that space for you guys to know that anything that you want is possible any life you want is possible but you've got to be willing to get clear on what it is that you want you have to be the the information and the knowledge that you need to succeed and you just need to help you get there and so if you're watching this gill and gang i want you to do do me a big favor i want you to give me a like give me a love and i want you to tell me right now below for this episode what is it that your dream life looks like let's keep it clear what does it look like get clear six months from now what does your ideal life look like six months from now okay what is it that and, and listen we're just gonna pretend. I don't want you to worry about, oh, how would I possibly make that happen? How would it ever? I just want you to tell me what does your ideal life look like in the next six months? For me, my ideal life looks like making 20, 30K a month, traveling around the country, visiting national parks, and really getting uh, getting my name out, there, getting my brand built, but being that's on cool. the road and being on the go and getting to do fun things like this. That's what my ideal life looks like in the next six months. So Gillian, oh. I want I wanna hear from you. What does yours look like? Share it with me, speak it into existence, and let's figure out how we can tell our stories to go out and make a bigger impact so we can make more money to have more freedom. I love you guys, and I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Thanks for tuning in and share this with somebody who might get some value from it. Woo woo woo. Hey, welcome back, Gillen Gangs. Shout out to uh, Teresa no, what Chilton is going on everybody. Oh, shout out to Teresa Chilton for subscribing to the show live on air. You guys catch that? I don't know who that is, but yeah, shout out for that. I think that makes like a 867 subscribers, Gillen gang. Oh my gosh, YouTube, check this out. Okay. So we need a thousand subscribers to be able to stream live from my mobile phone. Our mission, our March to a thousand subscribers is here. That's why I'm always telling you guys, be a friend tell a friend, get this channel out. Uh, You guys, we're going to have so much more fun when I'm not relegated to having to stream from my laptop so I can be on YouTube, all right? Once we get to a thousand and more, then the Marshall Gillen show is hitting the road and then shit is going to go crazy crazy. It's going to crazy. You guys, I have a big second half of the show planned for you guys. I'm I'm, I'm about to hit my stride. I can feel it. Uh, thank you. I hope you guys got some value out of that break. We need some trans- transition music though. Can you guys see this? Anyways, uh, I'm back. I had a quick vitamin break. uh, got some coffee, uh, took a wee and uh, uh, my mom is up. Hey, shout out to mom. Hey mom. Uh, go is good seeing her. Can't wait to get off the show so I can go talk to her. That's my favorite part of my day. Anyways, uh, before we do, I got some important announcements to make. Okay. got to pay the bills. Do You think the Marshall Gillen show is free? Well, it is. it is free for you, but it's not free for me. I got to pay the bills. And so I guys want you to keep in mind that this show is brought to you by top paid speaker. You guys top paid speaker, the number one, get paid to speak program literally in the entire world. Top paid speaker is the only program that's teaching you how to take your story, turn your mess into your message and showing you how to build a platform online so you can sell that information in a way that not only helps line your pockets, gives you more resources to help more people, but that changes lives, that transforms lives, and that saves lives. You guys, I'm on a mission to save a billion lives that save a billion lives with the power of vulnerability and storytelling. I was like, man, Marshall, how in the freaking heck do you think you're ever going to do that well, I came up with the solution, Gillen gang. It's called top paid speaker. It's called the Marshall Gillen show. You see, I can use this show every single day to help all the people that tune in. I can hold that space and create that energy. And then for the people that will go, yo, Marshall. Okay, cool, man. I love tuning in, but now I want to get, I want to get my beak wet. No, you know, you know I, where's a little piece for my knees. Okay. Got to get a little tatted of that over here. You guys are saying, Hey, Marshall, Cool. Everybody's getting broken off. I know you're on a mission to get broken off too, but like I'm trying to get broken off. Okay. So if you're trying to get broken off, then you're going to need some skills. What do they call Gill Gilling gang? They're called skills. And you guys are going to need some skills. So you guys, well, how's Ty Lopez say it? Knowledge. He's knowledge. You guys are going to need some knowledge on how you guys can use storytelling to go out and make some money. You know what that's called? It's called being a top paid speaker, baby. It's how I make my money. It's how my clients make my money. It's shit. It's how Joe Rogan makes his money. He just don't know it yet. Using my shit. Anyways, you guys, if you haven't visited uh, Top 8 Speaker yet, go over there, learn how to tell your story, make a big impact, make a bunch of money, and love what you do. All right, you guys, let's get back into this. Oh, shoot. Denise says, cray cray. I don't know what she's referring to, but I love this woman. She's amazing. Denise, shout out to you. I have the coolest friends. Like I don't know about you guys, where you're watching from, where you're watching the Marshall Gillen show from. I have the coolest friends. Like, it wasn't always like this. A lot of my friends suck uh, growing up, but that was my fault because I was just finding people that would reflect uh, my own insecurities. So nobody to blame but me, and you know, not blaming those people, they're doing uh, do their own trials and tribulations. But these days, uh, you guys, I keep finding myself surrounded by like, the best people. I go to events, they buy my programs, they come to my events, we do podcasts and collaborations, we just get on phones. Like I, You guys, I, I have so many cool friends. And it literally just started from me not living in fear anymore and taking action on my dreams. Like we went to Iowa this past weekend because Iowa's open. Iowa never closed. You don't need a mask. You can walk into a restaurant and sit down and drink a beer, eat some food. Our campgrounds are open. Like that's why we've been going to Iowa. And so it's just really crazy because it's like I think there's like a th- there a little over a thousand confirmed cases or something in Iowa. Meanwhile, right next to it in Illinois, there's like tens of thousands. Like, how is that possible? Right? How is that possible? If this virus is so deadly and it's, it travels everywhere so fast and like, like how is that possible? The two states that are right next to each other where people are traveling back and forth, like, it's not. Like, I don't think it is. Like, I think that's bullshit. And so I that's part of the reason, like, I'm like, people wake up and take a look at what the fuck is really going on here. And so it's crazy because it's like both these states right next to each other, one is affected and one is not. Wow, what what a miracle, right? And it's interesting because the same thing. If you guys go back, and if you guys go back into January and February, the the uh, World Health Organization releases a statement that tells you that this virus is not transmittable between human beings. It's not transmittable. If they have that's right there. Go go look. And then they flip flop, and then they flip flop, and they back and forth. It's like, do you guys remember when we when we came out? First, uh, no mask would work unless it was an N95 mask. It had to be N95 mask or they wouldn't work. And then like a week later, it was like, okay, just kidding. You guys can use handkerchiefs. You guys can use anything, but like it has to be a mask. Because did you see how the narrative didn't fit? At first, they were attacking the, the administration for not having the, all the ventilators and masks. But the administration got all the ventilators and masks, PDQ, they had access to all the states. And as soon as the states realized that they could no longer use the lack of uh, proper PPE to enforce their narrative, then all of a sudden they go, whoa, 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 just just kidding. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, we still need you guys to be masked up. This is really dangerous. Everybody's dying. So you can use any mask you want, right? Like these things just don't add up. And so it's crazy because there's a lot more to it. If you guys go into some more earlier episodes of the Marshall Gillen show, uh I was talking about it. Uh, the, ep- the episode I did, a uh, recording, everything about it was deleted. It was called "The Great Pandemic." Again, YouTube censorship. I don't know. Allegedly, uh, I broke community guidelines. I don't know what those guidelines were. I was just sharing some stuff that's going on. However, uh, now I just woke up uh, the other day and I see that the CDC, the C- uh, Center for Disease Control, uh, the CDC has now said that the virus is unlikely to spread via surfaces. Okay. Uh, so it's weird because originally they said that the, the virus is airborne, which is not viruses are not airborne. Okay. That's not how they work. Uh, virus, you have to get spit on or snotted on, right? It's like, like, uh, if somebody spits on you or coughs on you or sneezes on you and you get it in you, yes, that's how a virus, that's how you get a virus. Okay. It doesn't, doesn't fly through the air. It's not how they work. There was said that when you sneeze, that it could potentially go up to 10 feet. Potentially go up to 10 feet. However, then all of a sudden they backtrack and said, Oh, we'll sit six, six, six feet of social distancing. So, on one hand, you're telling me that the, I need to stay six feet away from people, but if I sneeze, I can still get it on them from 10 feet away. Like, it's just such contradictory. And now they're saying that it doesn't even survive really that long on, uh, surfaces. So I, I, against, uh, the regulations of, uh, San Diego, I mean, of, um, Illinois, which we have, uh, we're supposed to be wearing masks in public sheltering at home. It's a big fucking mess. Uh, I'm a resident of California, basically the same thing. Although I know that the beaches and things are opening uh, last couple of days there. Uh, so shout out to guys in uh, San Diego and to Southern California, California and everybody around the world really. But, uh, uh to my hometown, I can't wait to get back to you guys. I miss it. I miss you. Um, but, um, and so just a lot of contradicting information. So again, I'm not here to push a narrative. You guys believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. Okay? That's not for me to decide. I'm just simply sharing with you guys because it's my show. I have a platform. If you guys don't like it, don't follow. Right? But if you guys do like the shit, make sure you subscribe and uh, tune in Monday through Friday uh, at 9 a.m. Central Time uh, on YouTube. You guys can find it exclusively at youtube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen show plus all the information at marshallgillen.com. Which I don't even know why I haven't told you guys about that. Do you guys know that at marshallgillen.com, I've got free gifts? I've got free gifts. Literally, if you guys go to marshallgillen.com, you guys can find something free, free knowledge, free skills that teach you things. I teach you how to stay alive longer, uh, I teach you how to lose weight and how to uh, heal your body. Uh, what else we talk about? We talk about how to get paid to speak. Uh, oh, talk about launching your speaking career! All kinds of free stuff. Uh, you can take one of them, you can take all of them, you can take just a couple of them. Doesn't matter, whatever you want, or don't, or don't. I, or don't. I don't. Whatever's whatever works best for you. I'm gonna keep streaming. I'm gonna keep talking. I'm gonna keep going live. I'm gonna keep taking my vitamins. I'll tell you that, and uh, I'm gonna keep winning and keep winning and having success and being happy. Uh, you know, I I'm not here to tell you how to feel about the virus. I'm just telling you what I feel, and I don't feel that. Uh, it's going to affect me. This is what I feel. Not worried. So I got in the car with my friend and we went to Iowa and uh we pulled into the campgrounds. Um, but dude, oh you guys, yellow forest, uh state or yellow yellow river state forest, Iowa. Uh amazing place. So we were driving, it was three and a half hours from where I'm at right now. We drive three and a half hours up to the very like northeastern uh, Iowa, uh, r- literally Wisconsin is right across the Mississippi river, right on the other side, of the yellow river that spills into Mississippi. And so, uh, in the Midwest, we call them mountains, uh, and California, are Hills. Okay. But my friend and I are joking at the Iowa mountains. So we went up to the Iowa mountains. We were at Iowa mountain men, uh, for a couple of days. And, uh, dude, this place was like remote, like you're driving in to a forest, like a deep, forest and there's a campground in the middle of nowhere and uh no electricity no running water nothing like that but just shout out to iowa for keeping up uh your guys's campgrounds the roads are so nice uh, the campgrounds are so nice everything is so nice like same thing with shout to wisconsin can't believe i'm publicly loving on iowa and wisconsin but your guys's shit is good your dnr is on top of it the dot everything looks great uh, then you come to shithole illinois it's like man i remember why i left the state too bad. All the money gets filtered into Chicago, uh, lines the pockets of a lot of people who have learned how to game the system. And, um, you know, uh, the further state uh, down you go, Illinois, the worse and worse it gets. And it's not good up here, right? In the northern Illinois. So, really corrupt state. Sorry, not sorry, just the facts of Illinois. Uh, but, anyways, I want you guys, uh, as we went over to Iowa, I'm, I'm getting to a point here. I'm always getting to a point. Even when it seems like I'm not getting to a point, that's why I'm such a gangster storyteller. Because I always bring it back. I always bring it back. I like loop it around. And then you guys are like, wow, how the fuck do you do that? I don't know. But you should tune in every day to make sure uh, that we can try to learn together. Or go to top and find out how to tell stories that pay for yourself. Um, so we get to Iowa, this beautiful park. Uh, we drive in. And um, the, 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 it's like uh, the forest kind of opens up. And there's three main sections of this, of this, uh, this little campground RVs can go there, uh, tents, you can go there and it's, I'm telling you the beautiful Google, some pictures of it if you, get, if you want. Um, and so the first section, uh, third sec- section, third section in the back. Um, and then there's the river, the creek that runs through it. And so as you and the, the river is a switchback through the property. And so like, as you drive part of it, you have to drive through the creek and then over and then through the creek and back over. It's in this section called little paint. If you do Google it, uh, there's big paint and there's little paint. We were in little paint, and so um, we we get there. There's not a lot of people out. There's some RVs, a lot of RVs out. But we're we're driving around. We're trying to figure out how it works. So we're driving all through and we're looking and kind of figure it out. We're like, okay, oh, oh, th- we got the layout. But then we realized that like a lot of them were reserved, even though there was nobody there. So then we had to drive back through, and it was a big fucking hassle. But finally, we found a spot to go to at 107. Shout out to spot 107. Uh, and we go back. Um, we pull up to this little stand in the very front, like right when you pull in, there's a, like a little hut and there's a, uh, you, you go up there and you pull out a little form and you fill out the campsite number and your name and numbers in the party and uh, address and no- cell phone number and uh, number, night and what are you staying in? And then you put the money, which it was $9 a night. Uh, put the money in the envelope, put the envelope in a lockbox. That's right there. Go on about your merry way, take your receipt, you go to your campsite. Uh, there's a post in the front of your campsite. You take the receipt, you slide it in the thing, you clip it on and you're good to go. Okay. Super simple. However, it was cool because, uh, right when we got to the hut, we had just pulled up and at the same time, another car had pulled up and it was a, a lady that got out. Who's about, um, who's about like probably my age. Yeah. She was like about my age. She was pretty. She was pretty. And uh, my friend and I are like, Oh, we're like, Ooh, we're like, oh. oh, hi, hi, hi. Yeah. How, how's it going? You know, <laughs> stupid boys. I mean, we weren't being... Nothing. It just, you know, how it's funny, like on the movies, how like they'll puff out the chest, sucking their gut when the girl walks by at the pool. It was like one of those situations. We're both single. We're both ready to mingle. You know, we're we're out here trying to live our life, just doing things, you know. And uh, so we're like, oh hey hey, what's up? You know, we're talking to her, and she was nice, but I was wearing my um, keep America great hat at the time, and she was looking at me. She kind of bent her eyebrows, looking at the sidelines, like like I don't know about you, motherfucker. And that uh, was cool, um, but. It, We just talked and uh, we all got signed up in our separate ways. Um, I have a point. I have a point to this, and so. uh, But she was a cool interaction, a little little sketch. And I couldn't tell if it was sketch because, like, uh, it was like the social distancing thing. I couldn't tell if it was sketch because, like, because like she was looking at us, like, what the fuck are you doing here? Or maybe it was my hat, or maybe it was just me. I know my face upsets a lot of people, and so it's like. I don't know, but it was just a weird kind of energy and I was like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, but we both went our separate ways. We drive back to our site. When we pull into our site at one Oh seven, there's a site that's two sites down from us and there's two young boys that are there, no car, no adult, no supervision. We're like, what the fuck is going on here? And so we're setting up our camp and we're watching these little boys get set up and we're like, dude, what the fuck is like, did their mom just like drop them off and leave them for like a couple days? Like all right, kids like good luck, have some fun, you know? And, um, uh, it was interesting. And so we're sitting there and we look over and, and the a car pulls up and get a lady gets out and it's that lady from up front who is kind of giving us the weird, like stink eye, like weirdness, you know? And uh, so the next couple hours go by, we get set up, sun goes down, it's dark, fire's going, this is going. And, um, finally the two little boys must've gone to bed and she's sitting over there by myself. So my buddy's like, mm, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say what's up, see what's up and uh so uh, heads over there and starts up some conversation and uh I, I end up going over there and it turns out like uh we ended up actually hanging out the whole both both of the days and not in a weird way like just became actual friends uh with this woman she was ended up being 37 and it was cool but she was there with two boys a uh, 15 year old and an 11 year old uh, now she was saying telling the stories that night while the boys were in bed and we were all kind of just drinking a beer around the fire and, and chit-chatting about our lives um, she was saying that her, this has been the, her and her boys thing forever, like since they've been little, little, uh, like five years. So, uh, since the little, one, the, the littlest one was five. So he's 11, That's six years ago, which means the oldest one would have been, uh, like eight or nine back then. So since her boys have been like five and eight, uh, she's been taking them all over uh, for the last six years to these parks, um, Montana, uh, Mount Rushmore, uh, I mean, North Dakota, South Dakota. Uh, Utah, uh, Colorado, like uh, Wyoming, all these amazing places, just doing all these amazing camping. Uh, and so she, as she was telling us the story, she was saying though, uh, she looked at the tent and she's like, her oldest is 15. And she's like, um, but my 15 year old is really, is hating it here right now. Uh, and she's like, it's the first time I've had to deal with this. He hates being here, uh, he hates being disconnected. And, and like in that moment, like my heart kind of like, kind of felt because I could get it. I, I could relate with her, just the feeling of loss. not. Not uh, of you know, because that's exactly what it is. It's it's, she is mourning the loss of something that used to be, and so a lot of us, you know, we assign this judgment or these meanings to, to these feelings we have. And it was cool to be a friend and to see her and meet her in that moment, um, and to share that experience with her. I mean, we're just camping, we're supposed to be on lockdown in Illinois, right? We're not supposed to be out doing all these things, and here we are at a campground in the middle of nowhere with a mom who has two young boys. We're not wearing masks, she invited us into her camp. We end up going on hikes and riding the same car and, uh, and dapping it up and playing with each other over the next uh, day and a half. And never once was there this, oh, like, don't, don't do that. Don't touch this. And so, you know, it was a cool reminder, Gill and gang, that, like, there's no right or wrong. It's so only what what is right or wrong for you. Where You got to get in where you fit in. Like what, what kind of life are you trying to live? Are you trying to live one of scarcity and fear? Or are you trying to live one that's bold and, and designed and, and it, it's meant to make you feel fulfilled and love and excited and joyful? that and I, I want the latter. And it was cool and just a reminder that even though amid everything that's going on, there's still other people out there like me, like you, like this mom. Uh, she was a deadhead, hardcore deadhead. I was like 37. I was like, you're like very young for a deadhead. How did that happen? Uh, you know, just cool conversation. Uh, the next day uh, she had a talk with her son I, I guess he came out and told her, um, mom, I even though I don't want to be here, I, I'm really glad to be here because I know that you need it. like are you kidding me uh, and just a like, really cool experience, you guys and so again, there's nothing inherently special about me, but I love these moments. I love these kinds of experiences. I love to get to do this kind of stuff and so, I've only been able to do this because I've set up a life where I've learned how to tell my story, and then I've learned to leverage platforms and share that story. I mean, you guys, I, this is not about me. Like, I mean, look at—gosh, Denise, thank you so much. Like, I—you're I, just, yeah, you're amazing. Denise says uh, she also says, "Crazy, cray, crazy, your program's look crazy." Yeah, absolutely. A lot of good people, you know, just saying these these amazing things, and it's not even about anything that I've done. You know, it's not anything about I've done. It's just that I have learned to tell my story and create these these narratives that allow people to understand that we're all alike, like that we're all, that we're all the same people, that we're all one, one person. We're just having different, we're just different, different details, having different experiences, but we're all feeling basically uh, the same stuff. And so it's like, I, I have just leaned into that and I've leaned into this, this desire to believe in myself and to believe that I Marshall Gillen, can create a dent in this world. It's like the ripple effect, right? It's the ripple effect. Um, you know, I could drop a pedal pebble into a still, into a steel, still into a still pond. Uh, and you're going to watch that. And so that's what the billion lives say, a billion lives. And for me to go there this week and to be able to move, I told her that night, I was like, don't worry, we're going to get, we're going to get him. We're going to get Sean like on board. And although Sean was incredibly fucking resistant, um, I, we were able, my, my buddy and I were able to get him out of his shell. You guys were out there playing wiffle ball and i'm just being me i'm just being martial live there was no audience there wasn't even service there was nothing i just i i i, I sometimes i sometimes i don't want to say worry sometimes i though i got to stay aware and cognizant that people may watch me and they see all this energy and they're like oh well he's had too much coffee which this is my first cup of coffee and it's still not gone um or they're like oh this is an act It's, it's he just does this uh, for for the show, I, I want you all to realize that like if you meet me in real life and those of you who have met me in real life, like this is not an act. I I can't help it. Like this is just how I am. I am annoyingly optimistic and overwhelmingly positive and high energy. Like just who I was wired to be. It's what God wanted me to be. And so I know that for most of my life, I used to tell myself, "God, Marshall, tone it down. You're just too much." Because everybody else would tell me that I'm too much. They would tell me, oh, I can't be around you. You're too much, man. And in reality, I was just attracting people to me who would tell me that because I was doubtful and insecure in and of myself. And so you guys look at what we've talked about with our our friend of the show, Lindsay, earlier today, uh, what we got going on right here. uh, And it's just like, man, I have this opportunity to find joy in my life in every moment because of who I choose to be. I choose to be high energy. Not just because there's cameras in the show, but just out in the middle of the woods, because I want one 15-year-old to connect with another man, another male, who makes him feel good. I just want to, even if I, only, look, I only have 36 hours with that kid, with both those kids, right? And so for me, I, I Mike, shout out to Mike, bro. He says, I can vouch for that. Ha <laughs> ha. Kyle says, not, not an act at all. Kyle says, hey, I appreciate that. Mike, I was, uh, Mike was uh, in my bartending uh, life. Uh, he, amazing, amazing man right here. Amazing bartender as well. An amazing fucking man in general, but uh, yeah, it's not an act. And so I've just learned, I actually, it's interesting with Mike saying that I learned who this Marshall was through bartending. Uh, I was a bartender for 10 years. It's in the service industry for 15 years. Um, and the last six years of my bartending, I really learned how to create a personality behind the bar because I, that personality allowed me to make more money and have people come back. If you guys go if you guys go search Gaslamp Tavern uh Yelp, uh I probably got a ton of Yelp reviews uh, up there still of experiences that I created for people back in the day. And so I learned to be like this um there. Now, when I left the bar, I was not this annoyingly positive guy. I was destructive, fucking cokehead, uh alcoholic, um just trying to drown my insecurities and pain and trauma that I didn't know how to face. I was not high energy in that way. I, I, was, I was destructive energy. I was the, equi- the energy I have now was equivalent, but it just on the bad side, right? And um, what I realized as I started to get older is I started to realize that when I felt the best was when I was at work behind the bar. Like going to the bar was a reprieve from my life because I got to be this person that made people feel good. I got to be the center of attention. I got to be all those things that everybody always told me I shouldn't be. But for was many years before I was able to make the connection of like, oh, wow, like when Marshall Gillen is high energy like that, that is his true self. That's his true self. And Marshall Gillen will attract the people in his life he's meant to if he just believes in that. And that's how I got into this online platform and sharing my story. It's like, that's why, like, you guys, I can't even tell you how like much it warms my heart and how much fun it was the last past two days to go to to one, to go camping in the middle of nowhere. Like that shit was dope. That was the dope spot. But to be able to do that and it was like a challenge when she told me that about her son i was like oh well he hasn't spent any time with me i told and she started laughing and so it it was like i you know i don't know i don't know the narrative i just it feels like this the way this this woman was talking she's probably been single for a long time she's very protective of her boys and working on what she's been working on and and the boys you know maybe not have had the, the best role model or a blueprint to follow and so it was like a little challenge I took on myself. It's like, you know, we're talking about sports earlier uh, and the greatest of all time. And it's like, you know, as, as the greatest of all times, like I wanna be one of the greatest storytellers ever. Like I want Marshall Gillen to be a storyteller that that not, not because of ego. And I don't care if my name is forgotten, that doesn't matter. My name will be forgotten. And even if I go on to win a Pulitzer and a Nobel Peace Prize still, best case scenario 500 years from now, maybe my name is uttered somewhere. But what does that matter? But my thing with it is, is that I just I want to be the greatest storyteller ever because I know that, that the better I can tell stories and the better connections I can make, the more relatable I can make myself and start that rip that that pebble in a, a pond ripple effect, a billion lives to save a billion lives, it's not about my name be remembered, but it's about the energy, the epicenter of the energy I'm creating and the ripple effect it's having into Lindsay, into Kyle, into Denise, into Jake, into Mike, into into all these people. Because if they can create it's start to watch this show daily or work with me and, and, and learn from me and they can take this energy and that energy can become theirs. And I can make, give them permission and create that space for them to realize that when they are feeling their best is their true self. And I, and most of you are stifling your true self because of the limitations you have that somebody else put on you from your past. If I could figure out by using this show, how to let other people feel amazing and then teach them, Hey. This is how you can create a platform and be your best self and amplify it. Like, dude, what are we talking about? That's why I'm always in joy because I realize, wow, when Marshall's turned up, when Marshall, when Marshall Live is at 10, there will be transformation. Like when I'm at a 10, there's gonna be transformation. You can't do there's no possibility of a not. The energy I create is that. And I realize that I don't, I don't care if there's a live camera and lights and all the shit, or if I'm in the middle of the woods where I can't get any service, and it's just a 15-year-old and 11-year-old uh, kids and a 37-year-old mom, I'm going to take every moment of my life to be the best I can be, which means showing up with the energy that I want to create, that I believe in you, that I love you, and I'm going to be the greatest, so I'm going to go out of my way to show you. That's the ener- I, That's how I like to use my energy. I want to use my energy to prove to you that you are enough, because you've been trying to prove it to everybody else but yourself, and I'm going to prove to you right fucking now that you deserve it. That's what Marshall Gillen was put here for it's not, I didn't choose that. God gave that to me. I'm just finally leaning into what it is I'm meant to do. And that's why I have this show every day. That's why I talk about these, these crazy things I talk about. Not because I'm trying to be like, yo, I'm right. This is my opinion. Because I'm going like, yo, this world's full of a bunch of crazy shit, y'all. <laughs> like, there's some crazy shit and some crazy ideas and some crazy people. I'm just out here talking about it. I'm trying to wade my way through it trying to make it and frame it and position it in a way that might help you guys actually have more uh, get more uh, benefit grow more you know achieve more become more and uh, if I can do that then I'm doing my thing but man that's why I love my life is because I get to do these things like I was I was out there I was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna make these kids feel loved and so I did and it was super easy and you know what I, you know what I did You guys aren't gonna okay I know that I was making things sound super simple um, but I'll tell you guys my secret. Okay, well, how I was able to do it? Lean in close so you hear me, okay? I was just being myself. That's it. I was just being myself. Because literally, God made the design so perfect that all you have to do in life ever is just be yourself. I know it sounds cliche, but legitimately. Because when you be yourself, you can have all the things you want in life because that's how it's designed. God wanted to know what it was like to experience experience this life, this third-dimensional reality as the version of you like it's him but as you and he's me as me he's he's, like you see i'm saying like god is me experiencing life as marshall god is uh, is kyle experiencing as kyle like that's all it is i talk about this every day and so it was really cool to to be reminded of all these things, to look at reality and be like, okay, am I going to choose to live in fear? I mean, this mom's not. She's let me play with her kids. And I show up. And when I show up, God, doesn't God always give me the coolest things to do? And so it's like, oh, hey, this is the, this is the stage, Marshall. Go go show these kids there enough. And when they left, we all dapped it up and we you know, chit-chatted. And it was just like, man, you guys are awesome. Don't forget to keep being awesome. Because people like me, Marshall, are inspired by kids like you. They're, I, I let them teach me everything. I mean, literally, if you guys just show up with curiosity, like if you guys just show up with curiosity in life, dude, every moment of your life is enjoyable. It can be. It doesn't mean that you're always going to be happier, that you won't feel pain, but if you can approach life with curiosity and understanding that none of this is real and that love is all that matters and that that when we die, that, that we are infinite because life is always in the present moment right now, which makes us infinite, Everything changes. And so, you know, I know it's a lot of work, and I, I know I'm just kind of rambling on about spiritual stuff now, but I love spiritual stuff. I love talking about it. It's my fucking show. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch. I'm really glad that you do. I don't want you to, I don't want you to not watch. So if you don't like spirituality talk, tell me what you do want to talk about. And we'll talk about that more often. You guys, it's been almost two hours. This has been an amazing show. I'm having fun. I'm just hitting my stride. Oh, what is that Kanye song? Or I'm 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 about to hit my zone. I'm coming into my zone. How's that song go? My zone, zone, zone. Oh, I think that's that one with Jay Z. Ooh, I'm gonna have to put that down and jam out after this. All right. That's been a lot. Gillen Gang. Hey, Allie. Lindsay's amazing. Hey, Allie. I haven't met you yet, but Lindsay is amazing. And a friend of Lindsay is a friend of mine. And uh, you got some cool ears there. Uh, Allie Hartman. Uh, possible new friend of the show, allegedly, potentially. I don't know. We will find out. Denise says, Marshall, you crack me up. Denise. I'm grateful I can be entertaining uh, because that's what Marshall is. I, I used to tell people they would come in, they'd be like, dude, you're such a good bartender. I'm like, I am a terrible bartender. I really am more of a game show host, which is a line I stole from Bill Murray in Ghostbusters. So none of this shit is mine. I'm just an adaptation of all of God's creations. Um, Also, though, Bill Murray, Ali says, yeah, la- 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 yep, 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 friend of the show, new friend of the show, confirmed here. Some likes and some loves, Gillen gang. I don't know where you're watching this from, but we got a new one. We got a new one. Big round of a plan. Uh, two clap for Allie. Okay, Allie, you're amazing. Uh, we're excited to have you part. I don't, well, don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't know if you were, if you want to be part. I, I, I'm i a gang leader. Uh, I don't know if you know that. I, I'm a gang. I run a gang. Um, if you want to join a gang, uh, we'd love to have you. Gill gang. And that goes out to any of you guys. Gillen gang. If You guys want to know how to join the movement and become part of the Gillen gang? Go over to marshallgillen.com. I'm just stepping into my zone. Oh, I'm just stepping into my zone, zone, zone. Something like this. Uh, The Marshall Gillen show is going to be coming at you with a reverence to just absolutely help people change their life. I didn't ask for it. Uh, I've resisted it every uh, step of the way, Uh, but I'm going to lean into it. Also. Road to a thousand, trying to get a thousand people here on YouTube, uh, so we can stream live from Marshall Live's mobile phone. We want to go on the road. It's time to get. It's time to blow this joint. I do. This is amazing. Allie says, "Woohoo, we're excited!" Hey, you guys. I know I was going to talk a little bit about the last dance, but uh, we've we've kind of exhausted this. Uh, we can get into that to another time. Uh, we haven't typically been a sports show, although I do love sports. So I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of sports in there. I'm going to ease you guys in nice and uh, lightly. A lot of you guys are following me from my entrepreneur days. And although I still am very much an entrepreneur, I'm finding I'm more into entertainment. I love entertainment, uh, and I love helping people. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. That's it. Does anybody have anything they want to add before we hop off? Ali Hartman, Uh, oh, look, Lindsay says, Ali Hartman, so glad you're here. Always great uh, content. Hey, you guys are too freaking kind. Uh, If you guys are interested in being a guest on the Marshall Gillen Show for one of our little short segments, uh, reach out. Let's jam. Let's talk. Uh, let's say, uh, see how you can help the audience uh, get better. Uh, Cause that's what this is all about. This is not my show. This is our show. You guys know this is a story about, this is my story, but it's not a story about me. It's a story about you We're on a mission to save a billion lives that save a billion lives with the power of vulnerability and storytelling. Uh, you guys, your message, your message, we have platforms to go out and make some money. Fuck Joe Rogan, just a hundred million dollars. What are we talking about? That's just wild. All right. That's it. Oh, let me just. Check the manifest. That's not in the bill. The bill of lading. What did I say I was going to talk about in this episode? Sports are coming back. Oh, I don't know if you're into sports. Sports are coming back. NASCAR's back. Never been a big NASCAR fan. Uh, nope. This doesn't feel natural. Let's jam again, bro. We'll bring Kyle on maybe on Monday. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe on Monday we'll bring Kyle on and we'll talk a little sports for you guys uh, that are all over the world. I don't know. why I keep talking like this today. Just in that kind of mood. Just in that mood. I think maybe because I was trying to, because I was making fun of Midwestern accents. That's not really Midwestern accent, though. That's more of like uh, Minnesota. No, holy buckets, though. I'm terrible at accents. I'm not going to try. I love you guys. I love you guys. Literally, I love you guys. If you haven't gone and grabbed uh, one of your free gifts over at marshallgillen.com, make sure you do that. And uh, we're going to pay the bills one last time because we got to pay the bills. This show ain't free for me to run. You guys. Yeah, have a shout out to Top Paid Speaker. Top Paid Speaker, the number one Get Paid to Speak program, the only program in the world that's teaching you how to take your story, turn that mess into a message, then build a product out of it so you can sell it on a platform as a speaker. Okay? It's super simple. Top Paid Speaking. My mentor, Cole Hatter, taught me that you have to make it so simple that a six-year-old could understand it. So not a defense to your education level, but Gillen Gang, everything I do is literally... So simple, a sixth grader could understand it. Not because that's the right thing to do, but because I am a simple man. I need simple processes. And um, yeah, probably couldn't keep up much longer than that. All right, I love you guys. That's been it. Another episode of the Marshall Gillen Show. Uh, hey, what's our new slogan? What do we say? Be a friend, tell a friend, get the show out there. We're on the road to a thousand. Hey, we're on the road to saving a billion lives, save a billion lives. I'm excited to see what the show is going to become. Uh, I think it's going to be number one. I think it's going to be number one. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, love life. Hey, Friday, uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Monday. All right, peace.